Breakfast on your favorite radio station. It is the Saturday special with your host, MZ. Hour one is being brought to you by our good friends at Longevity. We're going to tell you more about that coming up. But MZ, are you ready to, to get to it? I sure am, Dave, right. Dave Michaels. And you're going to get our special guest on uh, the line here pretty quick. And then we'll do our Dave Cave promo, yes? Yes. Okay, so why don't we start the show in the normal way? Three, two, one. Good morning. A brighter day is here. Good morning. May we bring you cheer. We've got time. We've got tunes. We've got time, tunes, and temperature. Get up and go. It's today you know on Radio. Well, have we got a shoe for you, ladies and gentlemen. We've been promoting it uh, for the most of the week here. And, uh, yeah, back in 1998, they... Well, you know what? You're going to hear it with the promo, I think. I'm going to play the promo. No, you're not going to hear it for the promo, Dave. Okay, well, what? whatever. Um, we did a nice promo for the uh, for this Saturday special. Good morning. Now stay right here on KSCO Radio. Okay, well, then we will do this fan thing. Okay, um, before we get into the meat of the program, let's do our standard Dave Cave promo with Dave, Dave Michaels, the master of the Dave Cave. How are you doing, MZ? Pretty good, pretty good. Good, good. You know, this weekend, uh, yesterday, I, I was uh, talking to a friend of mine because he's getting into the whole health kick uh, thing, and he wants to know which vitamins and minerals to take, and he was asking me, what about this and what about that? He had gone to the store and purchased this and that, and I told him, dude... Forget buying all that stuff. All you need to do is get the tangy tangerine. I mean, I've told him a million times. I don't know when he's going to learn, but uh, he went out there and, and spent his money on other things. MZ, please listen, everybody out there. If you are really if looking for the best way to stay healthy and the uh, most affordable way to stay, stay healthy, get the tangy tangerine. The tangy tangerine has 87 of the 90 essential minerals. It is the most affordable way to get all that stuff Everything you need, you know, except for the, um, you know, the uh, fish oils, but um, get all that stuff in one in one little canister. Yeah, and the reason they're not put in together because they wouldn't, it wouldn't last. The, the you know, oil, it has to be separate. And the oils have to be uh, free of oxygen, right. and, and the ones that we sell are free of oxygen. And um, you know, I don't know what they sell at other stores because I've never gone there. But I'm telling you that the fish oils that we sell here, the EFAs, the omega three, six, and nine, are. Um, are uh, packaged in, in an oxygen-free environment. So they never get exposed to, to oxygen. They are um, top-notch. Fantastic. Yes. So uh, Good. save your money, shop smart, shop at kseohealth.com or stop by the Dave Cave or call 831-218-KSCO. That's 831-218-KSCO. Can I give out just a few more numbers? Please. Okay. Please, please. Because I know people listen to this on replay. So... Um, I want you to listen closely, have a pen and paper, because I'm going to give you some numbers that everybody's always asking me about, and I can give it to them now. 
Uh, Dr. Wallach's phone number, if you're looking to buy books, he's got over a dozen books that he's written. You can find them all at uh, drjwallach.com. Drjwallach. Drjwallach.com. Or you can call 1-800-755-4656. Okay? Or if you want to speak with Dr. Wallach live, his show is produced here on the West Coast. 831 is the area code. 685-1080. You can call him before noon, get in queue, and uh, speak with Dr. Wallach himself. So if you want to speak with Dr. Wallach, call that number, 685-1080. If you want to read his books, log on to drjwallach.com, and that's drjwallach.com. And the phone number for his books is 1-800-755-4656. Dave, Dave Michaels, I'm so excited. I found, I had emailed myself the promo. Oh, you did? So I have it right here. It, it'll, it'll sound a little tinny because okay. it's coming out of the phone speaker, All right. but it, it'll be fine. Just It'll, it'll be uh, fine nonetheless. Okay, let's let's see if we can get it to play here on the phone. And uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Yes, it's going. And uh, yes, in any case, I... Back in 1998, a movie called Patch Adams was released starring Robin Williams in the title role about an idealistic medical doctor with a dream about creating a hospital system to treat disease and injuries very differently from the growing out-of-control reality of cold-hearted business, humorlessness, and obscene profits. The movie was supposed to help Patch raise funds to develop a test hospital under the auspices of his non-profit Gesundheit Institute. But though the Patch Adams movie made profits exceed Eating $100 million, none of that money found its way into Patch Adams' hospital fund. And the real Patch Adams Hospital is still a dream and not reality. Hear the Patch Adams story live from Patch Adams himself, our guest on the next KSCO special this Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, right here on Wouldn't It Be Great If We Could Help This Unique and Amazing Person, FM 104.1, AM 1080, and KSCO.com radio, KSCO. So, we are ready to start the show uh, officially. We already played the special fanfare music. So, let's, um, let's, let's just go ahead and, and welcome our guest of honor, uh, uh, Patch Adams. And it's Dr. Patch Adams, but he said to me, please call me Patch. Right, Patch? Titles create hierarchy. <laughs> okay, great. Hey, where are you? You're, you're in, I know you're in the central time zone, but whereabouts are you? Illinois. I'm oh. living with my sweetheart. Oh, that's great. And uh, <clears throat> you heard that promo, right? Yes. Okay. Did I do an okay job on the promo? Was it pretty accurate? Yes, and I appreciated the hint to help me. Oh, there's going to be more, more, than a, more than a hint to help. <laughs> Help you. You have a great story, and and I I can't believe that there hasn't been a whole lot more uh, to help you. And I can't believe that after all these years, the movie came out in 1998. What is that? 23 years ago. I can't believe that your hospital has not been built. Because it started in 1971. Wow. And how is it been that discouraged? How, how is it that you were contacted? for the story uh, to, to, do, to do a major motion picture uh, starring Robin Williams as you. How, how did that all happen? I suppose they, somebody read my first book, Gesundheit, and they wanted to, they saw a, a real possible movie in it. Uh-huh. 
And so uh, you were contacted when, 1996, 97 or something? So how would you like a movie made about you? Sometime in the 90s. Uh-huh. Great. And um, so the movie was made, and, you know, you were obviously interviewed quite a bit, and you must have been the consultant on the movie. And how do you think the uh, movie turned out? Do you, th do you think it was a accurate portrayal of you and your story? Well, I think it was a good introduction. It left out most of the political me because I think activists don't sell tickets well, and it stuck to the, I would say, more traditional medical conversation. I see. And I, I, I can't believe in the richest country of the world that we don't take care of all of our people. Uh, yeah, uh, for sure. And, and never have, and still aren't. I mean, it's, it's fascinating, but when a few people, let's call them wealthy, are in charge, often they're not serving, quote, the people. So the film, I think, worked well at capturing my own playfulness and that sort of thing, and the idea that we wanted medicine to serve humanity so, uh, yeah, and it was very popular all over the world, so I'd already had a large correspondence, but it dramatically increased the correspondence that I got. That's letter correspondence. Sure. Uh-huh. And uh, it's been a real helpful friend. That's great. Good. Well, I, I want to bring on a, another uh a uh, person that I highly admire, who's been no no stranger to the Saturday special, that would be uh, Doc Wallach, uh, and th the connection between Doc Wallach and you and me. I met you at a health expo in Chicago. Uh, I think it was in 2013 or thereabouts, and I said, "This is Patch Adams is real." I couldn't believe it. You know, I thought it was a, a fictional character, and and there you were, a, a real person. And the reason I was at a at the health expo that you were also a speaker at is that Doc Wallach was a speaker at that health expo. And uh, I, I want to welcome Doc Wallach on the line here. He and I are both going to sort of have a chat with you today. And uh, if callers want to call in and, and chip into the conversation, they are certainly welcome to do so. The phone number, as always, on the Saturday special is area code 831-479-1080. And if you call today, you're going to be able to talk to the Patch Adams. And, uh, and and Doc Wallach and MZ. But the, 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 the topic of the program today is Patch Adams, who he is, uh, what he stands for, and how we might be able to somehow help him get to where, uh, have his hospital become a reality. Doc Wallach, welcome back to KSCO. You're no stranger here. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Michael. And uh, hello, uh, Patch, Patch and I had a conversation a couple of days ago, and of yeah, course, I enjoyed uh, it tremendously. Yeah, well, enjoyed it. And of course, it was just for me. It was like talking to an angel of God. You're, I consider you an angel of God, and uh, you epitomize 
uh, my dreams. You epitomize all the things that I believed in all the years, and so I cannot thank you enough uh, for you know participating in the world and the things you do. And I want to make a promise to you: we are going to make that hospital happen. Um, you've already bought the property, and so we are going to raise the funds to build the hospital through the Gesundheit Institute. And um, uh, the, the beautiful thing about your dream of the hospital, it's a place of not only healing, but education and prevention. And so this is my dream, education, prevention, and healing. And, of course, I've been involved with uh, kids, and you're, you're a family practitioner, uh, not just a pediatrician, and that's me. And um, and so uh, I look forward to us doing great things in the next uh, couple of months and in a uh, in, in year. I believe we'll be able to build this hospital very quickly. Wow, that's amazing. I, I, hey, you're going to be held to that, Doc Wallach, boy. <laughs> please, well, please, let me tell you. Hold me to it. Let me tell you that when we hung up, I actually, you know, I... If I can be honest, I hear a lot of bullshit. But when I felt in the conversation... We call it, we, we say bull bleep here on the radio here, Patch. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> we'll say bull bleep. That uh, <laughs> I felt you were for real. And uh, I actually wanted to play with you. Okay, well, we will have fun helping kids. We'll have fun helping middle-aged people. We'll have fun helping seniors. We'll have fun helping countries. We'll have fun helping the world. And so... Um, I'm, I'm excited because uh, this will be a whole new dimension for health. Thank you. So where do we go from here? I think I, I want to, Doc, why don't you ask some questions that you might already know the answer to of Patch, uh, and let's start the ball rolling here. Okay, well, let's start the ball rolling. Um, Patch has such a wonderful mind and heart in that, he, you know, kids who are in trouble or people who are middle-aged are in trouble, uh, he's a friend of veterans. He helps veterans with emotional problems and uh, anxiety and stress and all kinds of stuff. He helps veterans. So it's not just kids. And, of course, I'm a veteran. I, I spent um, seven years in the Army and 20 years in the Air Force, to, uh, retired from the Air Force as a lieutenant colonel. So I appreciate uh, Patch from, from that aspect. And um, uh, the thing that, that I got involved with was the prevention and reversal of kids' diseases because I ran into the first non-human case of cystic fibrosis. I was working as a pathologist at the Yerkes Primate Center um, in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh. No, go ahead. It's just my phone going off. I know, okay. I know. I got to turn it off. You're impolite. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so it was in 1977, I found the first uh, non-human case of cystic fibrosis supposed to be the classic um, example of a genetically transmitted disease. And I sent slides to half a dozen different medical school pathology departments, but I didn't tell them it was from monkeys. I just said, uh, remember, this is 1977. So I said, I believe this is cystic fibrosis. What do you think? And they sent me back on their letterhead. Yeah, this is classic examples of cystic fibrosis of the liver and pancreas and so forth. And um, then when I got all those letters back, I, I put it all together and went to the powers that be at Yerkes and I said, hey, I think we have something here. Um, and I want to do biopsies of the other baby monkeys um, there's 24 other baby monkeys that each had another mother and father. They weren't related other than they were monkeys. They weren't related by mother and father. I got biopsies of the other 24, and they all had cystic fibrosis. I, tra I tracked down the diet and everything, and the diet had created cystic fibrosis in all of them. Got the paper written up, all ready to publish. 
took it to the powers that be at Yerkes Primary Center, and they fired me in 1978. And um, I was supposed to give uh, a paper to the National Institutes of Health, which I did. I, I found the original paper the other day, okay, and um, I, that got me speaking and invited to speak at uh, the Naturopathic uh, College um, talks in uh, New Mexico in 1978, which I did. Went back to school there, became a physician uh, in, in 1982, and began to use everything I had learned to save kids from kids' diseases, prevent them. Things like Down syndrome is preventable. It's reversible in, in early stages of pregnancy. I've done it. Um, I'm well documented. Uh, I can take somebody who's a, a Down syndrome kid and get them a job after they're on our program, get them a job at Texas A&M Engineering School um, teaching and, and doing data entry for 20 years. Uh, we know how to do this. And so this is where Patch comes in because he loves kids and people so much. He and I together are going to be an irresistible force, okay? And so it's, I'm, I'm excited. Is Patch excited? <laughs> I live excited. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> the mayfly lives for 12 hours. Next week I'm going to be 76, and I've lived every minute of it and have really, I feel, celebrated life intently since I was 18. Here's, here's a question for both Dr. Wallach and Patch Adams. Um, how is it that um, what you guys both stand for, uh, which is, you know, true health, you know, not not cha-ching health, you know, through prescription drugs and, and, and so forth. How is that going to become, how is that going to trump, you know, the cha-ching the, the system that we have now, the healthcare system, which is all based on, on money and profit and everything, and, and using people and stepping on them. How, 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 is, how is that going to change? Because it's such a big system that's that's in place for so many years who wants to answer that first of from the two of you well and patch go first well uh, if i can say so money is not god the world has been acting like it for most of my lifetime and that that medicine could be called the number one business in the United States. And if I had had to practice the way U.S. physicians practice, I would have quit long ago. I never would have started. That medicine caught the same fever, I think, that the rest of society has caught, which is a business model for how one can get financially rich rather than socially or spiritually rich. And so that mood has infected, let's say, everything. I'm fascinated now that COVID seems to be lifting somewhat, that flights, and I've heard this from a fair number of people, that used to cost 
X number of dollars is now three or five times higher than that. And so I think that the market is always looking for a way to increase profit rather than increase the health of the planet. I've I've spent the morning reading the latest Yes magazine, and it's a lot about the pollution of plastics in our society, and it's a nightmare beyond belief. And yet I think those who run our society will not take heed. So I think that we've created a society, and maybe through television and through dangling things in front of people that seem great, that we've created a non-activist society unless you break out of that mold and become an activist. So that's your answer to my question about how the system can possibly change with people becoming activists as you have and are and as Doc has and is. Well, that's it, that we, we show... I get a huge number of letters from all over the world from people who are going into medicine and they want to practice like we practice. They want to love their patients. They want to, they're not thinking about the money they're making. They're thinking about the intimacy they want to have with other people. It's, it's just, it's so wonderful and beautiful sounding to me. I, I, I'm just hoping that there is that it'll it'll resonate with enough people so that the system can change. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Doc? Well, first of all, I have to thank Patch. He's uh, such an eloquent speaker. Uh, he is such a uh, a genius. God has blessed him with uh, observational powers that most people don't have. Um, to me, uh, of course, I have a degree in agriculture. I'm a veterinarian. I'm a pathologist as well as a physician. And um, the thing that, that uh, I see in medicine is that uh, medicine deals with managing disease instead of preventing and curing it. Okay? Medicine manages disease through insurance and through pharmaceuticals. Um, People say, oh, I had pain for 20 years, and the doctor gave me this opioid, and three days my pain was gone. I'm going to leave everything in my will to my doctor. I just love my doctor because he got rid of my pain of 30 years. Well, but then two weeks later, they die, or ruptured aortic aneurysm or something, okay, well, that kind of thing. And so the problem is um, that, that doctors believe that all things uh, come from genetics, um, and there, genetics have nothing to do with it. There are no genetically transmitted diseases. There are no genetically transmitted birth defects. I can prevent every birth defect you can name with nutrition for 6 to, to 12 months prior to uh, conception. Uh, everything from cleft palates and spina bifida, Down syndrome, um, uh, cerebral palsy, uh, every kind of birth defect, heart defects, you name it. Every, every birth defect you can name, I can prevent. Cycloptics hydrocephalus, all these things are preventable. Most of them are reversible with a, a diet and a supplement program. And even when people become adults and they develop uh, things like, um, oh, they get uh, kidney failure and then dialysis, I, I take people, um, uh, Patch, 
who are on dialysis six days a week because they haven't urinated in 10 years. They've been on dialysis for a total of 20 years. And I put them on my program, and in two weeks' time, they're urinating, so they drop their dialysis down to three days a week instead of six. And then in two more weeks, they're totally off of dialysis after 20 years of being on dialysis. Because dialysis has nothing to do with kidney failure. It's actually an artery problem. I'm a pathologist, and I figured that out. Well, it comes down to um, that, um, again, every degenerative disease, there are no um, um, autoimmune disease. The body doesn't attack itself. That's nonsense. All the diseases like lupus and rheumatoid arthritis are simple nutritional deficiencies. In the case of rheumatoid arthritis, it's a nutritional deficiency, arthritis, with a secondary infection with a bug called mycoplasma on top of it, which is killable with an antibiotic called minocycline. I take people who are RA patients, rheumatoid arthritis patients, for 40 years, and in 40 days they don't have it anymore because they put them on our healthy bone and joint pack and give them the minocycline, uh, kill the bug, and rebuild their bones. It's over with. And so... Um, the medical system, again, manages disease, and they use um, um, insurance to pay for this long-term management, and they don't feel guilty about billing the insurance companies as if they were billing the patient, okay? And so we have to take the message, and I think Patch is the, the eminent icon that takes messages to people, and I, I'm, he's my hero, and he and I together... Uh, in the next year or two, we're going to raise the money to build this hospital because it's going to not be a, only a place of healing, but also preventing disease and also education. So, Patch, count me in. I'm in your army. Yay! <laughs> Patch, what what is the, uh, of course, the, the, uh, the cost estimate to build the hospital has changed dramatically, obviously, in the last 25 years. What is it currently? What's the kind of funding you're, you're, you're going to need to make this a reality? The last quote I had for the building was about $70 million. We're building a 40-bed rural community primary care hospital, and the, there are going to be residents uh, for the permanent staff of 120 adults who will work there. And so, and then we think of a $300 million endowment. I'd like to pay each of the staff that live there and work there all the same salary from the cleaning staff to the surgeon of $400 a month to show that collective living and sharing can dramatically reduce the costs, not only the cost of living, but the environmental cost of all of these big individual family houses that are being built. Wow. Well, um, <clears throat> and have you gotten close to getting, uh, you know, corporate donations to your nonprofit because huh, that's the reason a lot of people have nonprofits so that the, you know, big tech companies and other, uh, you know, giant, uh, uh, huge revenue um, uh, companies can can donate rather than pay taxes. So I, I would think that, uh, you know, your um, dream here would be attractive. And you are you do have nonprofit status, right? You set up your your right. business entity that way. C three. Five hundred one C three, right? 
Okay. 52-157-3251. Okay. And have you gotten any any companies, you know, close to donate? Or maybe some have over the year, just not enough, I guess, obviously. Right. I estimate that I've donated 90% of our donations. Uh, wow. Well, that, um, I mean, obviously that speaks highly for you, but, I mean... We don't uh, owe any money. Uh-huh. And we've built three beautiful smaller buildings and have the shell of our first big building. We have 320 acres with three waterfalls, a four-acre lake, a mountain of hardwood trees. It's paradise. And, I mean, as soon as I got, quote, fame, as soon as we didn't allow publicity the first 12 years we were seeing patients. We, we weren't interested in being a spectacle, and I thought that by being what we were being, we'd eliminated the cost of care so much that people would have donated. They didn't. And so I realized after 12 years, and what we had in those years was we had a six-bedroom house with 20 adults, three doctors living in it, we had 500 to 1,000 people in our home each month with five to 50 overnight guests a night. Imagine the fun. We never gave a psychiatric medicine or a psychiatric diagnosis. And so after 12 years, we, we had a nice story. We allowed publicity. I immediately was asked to speak and so I've spoken in 82 countries and every state many times. And my lecture fee was a sliding scale of five to $20,000 a day plus expenses. And so for over three, over 30 years, I was on the road 250 to 300 days a year lecturing and performing and telling people uh, my lectures were living a life of joy, what is your love strategy, the joy of caring, uh, humor and health about our hospital, and sometimes lectures that they wanted me to prepare. And so, and I just, you know, I've never been discouraged if it were easy to change the health care system, it would have been done because it's been a nightmare for a really long time. I mean, it's fascinating to me. I was trained to be a doctor in 7.8 minutes. What can you know about even the most boring person after 7.8 minutes? Wait, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. I mean, you got to go to medical school. That's four years, you know, last time I checked, and then it's a year, at least a year of internship and several years of residency. What, what did you I say? Did, I did one year of residency at Georgetown and realized I didn't need normal medicine anymore. I became what could be called a GP. And... So, and things were cheaper in 1967 when I started medical school. And so, 
in in the time I was in school and listened to people and read things, I saw that what we needed was pioneering, <laughs> showing other possibilities. So I decided to do it for free. I decided to spend a lot of time, in fact, three to four hours on an initial interview, and also to live with patients because you could offer kinds of things when you live with them, like diet and exercise, but even more creative than that, what we could say radical theater. My longest hug was 12 hours. It wasn't boring, and it wasn't sensual. And so we put on plays. We had often all-night rock and roll parties two or three nights a week. And we could say we're having a party. What it was was an all-night aerobics class. But you don't call it that. You call it a party. Yes. <laughs> I think more people will attend a party than an all-night aerobics class. And Definitely so, for sure. And it was really wonderful to get close to people. I, I, I got too close to a lot of people. Somebody sent me from the Internet yesterday an article on Mike Farrell, and he was there's a big paragraph in the article about meeting me on a citizen diplomacy tour of the Soviet Union and becoming friends. And I was really, I'm an extreme extrovert, so I promised when I lectured for the 30-some years I was lecturing to answer all my mail. And so I've written over 500,000 letters. And I started, within a year of closing the door to our hospital, I realized I have a need to care. I love to care for people. I've been at 10,000 deathbeds as a clown. So I started clown trips. I'm really a clown that is a doctor not a doctor that is a clown. And so for 35 years, we took over 300 clown trips. The regular ones, seven times a year, were Russia, Morocco, Mexico, Guatemala, Costa Rica, Ecuador, and the Amazon of Peru. And also five times we took clowns into war. And so... A lot of people, and most of the people who came on clown trips had never clowned. We didn't, very few professional, quote, professional clowns came. And it's really easy. All you need to do is we have a really goofy outfit, a nose, and strange hats. And we, we went to hospitals, orphanages, prisons, nursing homes, and had the time of our life. And maybe that's a good time to stop. <laughs> well, you're not going to stop. No, I'm it not going to stop. It doesn't sound like you're ever going to stop. <laughs> me, retirement is dead. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And I'm sure Doc Wallach would uh, would echo that. Am I right, Doc? I think he's 80-something. 82. There you go. And um, I don't have any pre-existing conditions. I've been, uh, you know, taking supplements for 73 years and being uh, gluten-free for 73 years. So uh, I, I don't have any of the pre-existing conditions. I don't have any of the typical 
um, arthritis, high blood pressure, diabetes, kidney failure, COPD. I don't have any fatty liver, liver cirrhosis. I don't have um, fibromyalgia. I don't have um, psoriatic arthritis. I don't have thyroid problems. I don't have tinnitus. I don't have ringing in the ears. I don't have balance problems. I don't have ONA. I don't have any of that stuff, okay? And so um, most people think I'm 50 when they look at me. And and so um, I can teach people to do the same thing. And I, I, I just uh, I'm always in awe when I hear Patch speak because he tells such a beautiful story. And what we're going to do with Patch's story um, and, and, and use my experience. My experience is I've created an army um, in, in nine languages. Um, a lot of my materials are in nine languages. Um, and teaching materials, training materials, so that even uh, some of our, our best teachers are high school graduates. They don't even, they have not went, gone to school past high school, and um, they actually uh, um, treat and prevent and cure more people than physicians do. Um, I, I see 2 million patients a day through the eyes of these people. Um, they do exactly as I would do, because I have um, 15 books, as Patch mentioned. I have um, 100 CDs. I have over 40 DVDs. And I'm going to send Patch a complete set of all these things. And I want to uh, get his books in, into my bookstores. And so we'll get his books out there, too. But uh, the thing that, that I believe that Patch and I have to do is we're going to create an army. I have the experience of creating an army. I've been doing this for 50 years. Yeah. We're, we're part of that. We're a major part of your army, Doc, for yep. the last 25-plus yeah. years. Yes. And, of course, um, again, uh, I've been doing radio, as you say, for 25 years, five days a week. I've been doing um, uh, uh, Zooms. I do um, – it's no secret, you know, in fact, a, a week from this coming Monday. No, 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 no. No, it's this coming Wednesday that we're going to – you're no, talking about the no, Zoom I'm meeting? Talk of, oh, no, sorry. I'm okay. talking about that. Okay. Sorry. Uh, a, week, a week from this Monday, I'm going to be doing an interview with George Norrie. This I'm going on the fourth year with doing interviews with George Norrie, very, very well-known nighttime talk show host. Uh, I do it two hours every four to five to six weeks with him for four years, and um, I've raised more money than Patch Adams has for those two-hour lectures because each time I speak for George Norrie and being interviewed by him, I'm speaking to 12 million people. Okay. And so we're going to do the same thing for Patch's dream. We're going to use the same techniques. We're going to uh, raise um, the energy between millions and millions and millions of soldiers. Even if, even if you know, the, just the March of Dimes, if everybody raises just a 10 cents and you have millions of people raising 10 cents, you know, you're on the right track. And so that's uh, my goal, working with Patch, whom I consider one of the angels of God, is we're going to create an army for the Gesundheit Institute so that it's not just Patch out there doing it by himself. We're going to create an army that never sleeps. We're going to create an army that never stops. We're going to create an army that grows every day. We're going to create an army that heals millions of people every day. And I have one more thing I'm going to throw in here before I toss it back to you. Okay. Um, I know the cause of the carbon dioxide going up in the atmosphere. It is not carbon fuels. Okay, it's not fossil fuels. Um, it's the fact that we've dammed up the rivers, one million dams to make hydrolysis. It's ironic. Uh, we've dammed up uh, one million dams in the rivers of the world to make hydroelectricity. 
and we've shut off the food supply to the ocean. The ocean has three-fifths of the world's supply of plants, and all the algae used to eat all the carbon dioxide, but we've killed off the algae by cutting off the food supply to the algae by damming up the rivers. And I was a featured speaker in 2019 at Tesla for that reason. My talk's title was Prescription for the Mother Earth. Uh, there's a DVD of it. There's their, their magazine that went along with that Tesla event in 2019. Uh, my speech is in there. And we can save the world and save an enormous amount of money um, just by putting augers in the dams and get, get the food that are piling up behind the dams downstream to feed the ocean, and the algae will go back to work. And within weeks, the carbon dioxide will come right down. Yahoo! We're going to give Patch Adams all the credit. Oh. So anyhow, this is great. So um, we do have uh, Patch Adams, uh, the real Patch Adams, uh, and uh, Doc Wallach on the KSCO Saturday special. Um, the real Doc Wallach. Yeah, the, <laughs> the real Doc Wallach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, if you want to uh, call in, 831-479-1080 is the phone number to call. Uh, we're only going to have uh, Patch and Doc on for, uh, you know, uh, another uh, 13, 15 minutes. Fill out the hour. Doc, uh, both Doc and Patch have uh, other other things in their schedule today. So um, if you want to call and talk, this is the perfect opportunity to do so. So I like the idea very much of, uh, of Doc's creating an army of, of people because... I have personal experience. I mean, uh, being an independent talk radio station in a world of corporate media, uh, there are just too many strikes against somebody who's trying to do that. And it, what, it, was, it was only because of a chance meeting I had with uh, Doc Wallach back, uh, I think it was in the end in November of 1994, that I became fascinated with what he does and how he does it and the business model that he uses. Uh, and I became so fascinated by that, I started thinking, wow, if I help Doc Wallach uh, uh, spread his message, I mean, the Internet was invented then, you know, end of 1994, but it was nothing like it is now, obviously, right? So... Uh, having a talk radio station that's very, very popular that, that tens of thousands of people listen to, it's a local station. We have a pretty big signal, and it gets out over a third of California in the daytime. But, but it's nothing like the Internet is today, right? But back then, I figured, oh, my gosh, what a network I have. And I should, and, and, and I think so highly of what Dr. Wallach uh, represents in his background and his communication skills uh, and what he promotes that I decided that I wanted to help him promote it. And guess what happened? By helping Doc do something that is so good for so many thousands and millions of people, guess what happened? Enough money poured into KSCO to keep this unique radio station going that that, that they just it just doesn't happen there's a reason it doesn't happen you can't run a station like kseo that's that's uh uh dedicated to being a voice for everyone it sounds great and people say oh isn't that wonderful and isn't that selfless and this is this is fantastic but 
in the whole scheme of things, you know, we're we're more we've been more than overshadowed million times millions of times over by corporate media. The same thing that that has happened to to Patch Adams over the years. The difference is, I connected with Doc Wallach, and I decided I wanted to help him uh, 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 spread his message. And by doing that, I helped an awful lot of people, and I kept my own station uh, running and growing. Okay, um, so I, I just I feel really, really good. And every time somebody slaps me on the back, uh, you know, they they see me driving a car that says KSCO on. Oh, that's a great station. I love that station. Uh, who are, what do you do at KSCO? And I said, oh, my, uh, I, uh, oh, I uh, sort of own it. And people say, you're MZ? And I say, yeah. Well, the reason MZ is, is, so, is, is become a local celebrity, at least, is uh, an awful lot of that has to do with Doc Wallach. And, and my helping Doc Wallach and Doc Wallach helping me, it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship uh, that is just phenomenal. And um, so that's what's kept us going much more than... How, how can a local station compete with mega media companies? It can't. The answer is you got to do it a different way, okay? And that's what we've done. And I'm hoping that we can do a similar thing to help uh, Patch's dream come true. Uh, that, that's what I'm hoping. I really am, okay. We're and MZ. we're going to make it happen, MZ. I, I promise you that. That's uh, terrific. Uh, okay, so um, well, in, in the eight or so minutes we have left, uh, Patch, is there is there anything that you want to say to our? But wait a minute, I the whole reason we did this is because Doc Wallach called me uh, earlier this week and said, "Hey, we've scheduled a, a Zoom meeting." with the Patch Adams, and I said, I know about the Patch Adams. I met the Patch Adams back in 2013, and he gave me his personal phone number, and, and I put it in my iPhone, and if he still has that number, I'll be able to talk to him. So I called him uh, to, to, to I, I thought he would be a great guest for the Saturday special, and I wanted to confirm the information uh, that he's going to be on a Zoom call this coming Wednesday, right? And anybody who's listening who wants to join that call, which will have Doc Wallach and Patch Adams, and however many people decide to tune in. Doc, Doc had asked me to get some publicity uh, for that Zoom call, and I said, well, geez, I, you know, I'm just a little guy here. What we can certainly do and I would love to do is a Saturday special with Patch Adams, and, and, uh, and I'm, I'm thrilled that Doc uh, was, had the time to join us uh, himself. So um, here, here we are, and we are going to... I don't have the information right now, but if you email mz at ksco.com, if, if anybody listening is interested in joining this Zoom meeting coming up, I think it's at 3.30 p.m. Pacific time this coming uh, Wednesday, is that right? Okay, that's correct. That's the time, but uh, I I will um, I will get the information, the data about the phone number to call and the code, uh, uh, either the, yeah, the phone number or the or the or the the um, the uh, link to click on, and you can join this uh, both audioly and visually, 
And it, it's, it's the first time anything like this has been done with Patch Adams and Doc Wallach. And I, I think it's going to be pretty, pretty interesting. I don't know whether you're going to have 20 people or a million people. I just have no idea. But we are going to post that I, as soon as I get the information, which I expect to happen a little later today, uh, about the link for um, the uh, program, uh, for the uh, Zoom call. We will publish it. I'll ask Jaunty, our digital uh, person, to, um, digital master, I should call Jaunty, uh, to post it on ksco.com. Anybody who's interested uh, can also um, email me, mz at ksco.com, and I will uh, reply with the um, credentials, right? Uh, wow. So anyhow... Um, uh, here's here's a 12-hour hug. Andres has sent an email saying, it sounds like Patch understands the healing power of hugs. There's a group of people who have been giving out free hugs in Santa Cruz. This caught the attention of the local authorities because it goes against the religion of science when it comes to COVID. The chief of police actually said in a public statement, quote, hugs are not free, unquote, and he would go after this group of people with the full force of the law. What message does Patch have for the free huggers? And what message does he have for the chief of police? Ooh, great question. And we have time for Patch to answer. What do you think, Patch? Well, you know, I think when one hugs somebody, you want to make sure you're not attacking them. Because... Many people are frightened of other people or frightened of hugs and they feel like attacks. And I would rather do the work before the hug so that the hug is welcomed or even sought by the person who didn't want the hug. It's not always true that you can simply... One of the reasons I find hugging easier as a clown is that people are mystified by clowns and I'm a pretty extreme clown and so I find it much easier to hug as a clown than if I I mean I haven't worn normal clothes in probably 40 years but I can remember what that was like I'm 6'4 so I'm large and so, uh, and as far as chief, you said chief of police? Yes. Well, you know, the nice thing about clowning is you can attack anybody because an attack is a nonviolent, crazy, silly gesture. So I many times have gone to the top, quotes, and, and hugged them. And another interesting thing in the equation has, because now, I mean, you hear how I'm sometimes addressed as the real Patch Adams or the famous Patch Adams. And then when you have those kinds of labels, you can attack almost anybody in a goofy way. And I've taken advantage of that. Wow. I have a photo that I use as stationary where, I don't know if you know, the former president of Ecuador, Rafael Correa, uh -huh. was a fairly macho man. 
but I have a photo. One of my props is the world's largest underpants, and I have a photo <laughs> of of us in my big underpants. Wow, that's great. And, and so, and I can promise you that I'll bet you Correa didn't get in anyone else's underwear. Right. <laughs> hey, we only have a couple minutes left, so I want to bring our, our caller, Angel from Selena's on. Angel, you're on with Patch and Doc Wallach. Hi, Angel. Uh, hi, Pat, and hi, Dr. Wallach. It's a pleasure to speak to you again, uh, Dr. Wallach. And, uh, uh, Pat, I want to ask you, maybe Dr. Wallach can work with you on this, since he is a veterinarian as well, but you have a place for animals in your facility to help them heal and for them to help the people heal and to be doing some much healthier studies than all the pharmaceuticals that they put them on to actually kill them the same way they kill people, and they really need you. They need both of you. And um, I just want to say, I'm afraid of clowns. What do you do with people that are afraid of clowns? Well, there's some things to be frightened of that you probably should keep your concern for your whole life. And there are other things to be concerned about that as soon as you feel safe, you should dive right in. And I think clowning is one of those. When you hear, because there are X number of people who use the phrase, I never liked clowns, what's interesting is that often I hear it after they've loved the clowns I was with. And they're, they're simply saying that if you are a clown that might be professional and that you only are seen as a clown when you perform at a birthday party or another occasion, they may see that they're, quote, professionally a clown, but the rest of the time they're something else. Where I am always a clown, I live in clown clothes. I guess it's the ones with all the makeup. But I wanted to ask you about your facility and the animals. Would you consider... Oh, you know, you know what? I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. We're at the end of the hour here, and we got less than 10 seconds. So let's see if we could hold over Doc and Patch for a little bit into next hour. KSEO San Sunday, but keeping it clear and sunny by next week. Now back to the Saturday special on KSCO. And a midway um uh, uh, uh update would you like an dave, dave michaels on the dave cave yes i'm out in the dave cave uh, today mz until 2 p.m now the good news is that we haven't had a whole lot of people stopping by this morning uh, that's good that's news. bad news that's good news if you're looking to, to buy say the ultimate yes. daily classic or the healthy start packs uh some of my favorites mz just r- real quickly um two of the the by far favorites out there in the Dave Cave are the Ultimate Daily Classic and the Arthrodex. Um, anybody who has blood pressure concerns is probably looking to try or should try the Ultimate Daily Classic. Anybody who has a pet that they really, really love, especially if they're older, try the Arthrodex. You've never seen anything like Arthrodex. This will make your, um, your pet feel like a million bucks. Even if it's an older pet, I had to run outside to get, the, uh, to get these notes here. Um, even if it's an older pet, it's, it's perfect for older pets. That's what it's designed for. If you have a kitten or a puppy, you might not want to give it to them because they're going to be bouncing off the walls. <laughs> but if it's an older dog or an older cat, this stuff is fantastic. If they have skin conditions, this stuff will work. If they have low energy, this stuff will work. It's delicious. You just sprinkle it on their food. 
they lick minute. it right How up. How do you know it's delicious? Have you tried it? It smells, it smells like beef, MZ. I mean, it smells oh. like opening a can of beef jerky. It smells uh, fantastic. I'm tempted to try it, hmm. and maybe I will. Maybe we both should. Uh, we might grow fur in, okay. un in unwanted places. <laughs> so Arthrodex and Ultimate Daily Classic and MZ, we have that as well as the Bloomin' Minerals. All of those are available at the Dave Cave every Saturday from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. And if you cannot stop by the Dave Cave, log on to kscohealth.com. That's kscohealth.com. Anybody who's looking for more information, log on to drjwallach.com. You can speak with the man live, 685-1080, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m., Pacific time, MZ. Monday through Friday. Monday yeah. through Friday, yep. yeah. Very good. Thank good. you, Dave. Dave Michaels. And onward and upward, we shall start our number two officially. Oh, hello, darling. I hate to hang up on you, but I'm sorry, baby, but I have to go. It's time for that wonderful record show. Well, we, we're going to be picking up the pace. We have to because uh, Patch and Doc, uh, have they've been kind enough to stay over for a few more minutes. So stay with us and we'll get to the calls here. I'm sorry, baby, but I really got to go to KSCO. Bye. Okay, uh, before the break, Angel was uh, asking uh, Patch a question. Go ahead, Angel, finish up, but please make it quick. Hi, yes. So I wanted to actually ask you about that initial question. Would, Patch, would you consider about, in the about facility, animals. Yeah. Yes, having animals there for their healing and for the people's healing. And Dr. Wallach could greatly contribute to that and learn a lot because these pharmaceuticals, and even foods have been killing our dear loved ones, our fur babies, for many, many years. And I think it's what did it to mine as well. Dr. Wallace, you met Chloe. Oh, where is Doc Wallach? Are you there, Doc? I'm listening. Yeah, oh, I'm listening. okay. I think I... Yeah. I, I, was I you wrong that Chloe Angel just KCL asked you a question? Radio. Yeah, well, uh, you have to appreciate... Um, I, I met Chloe, but it's been some time ago, and so I... Yes, uh, of course, yes. But he's been on your Arthur Dex, which was a wonderful thing that was helping him, and even his vet was surprised. Um, but something happened, and I'd have to go over it with you in length. But okay, not not now, them, not would now. Patch consider would yes, would Patch consider having animals at his facility for the same type of healing for the animals and the animals to help the people, and Doc Wallet could be incorporated in that somehow, maybe. Okay, Patch, what do you think? I had sixteen goats for eight years. Oh, uh, for some so reason. We, when we reopen, we will certainly be a farm with chickens and goats, and I'm sure ducks and geese, and and probably some horses and dogs and cats. So those uh, kinds of animals will be there. Okay. And very good. Thank you, Angel. Uh, we do want to uh, get to uh, Dan in Milpitas. Dan, you're on the air with uh, Patch Adams, uh, Doc Wallach, and MZ. You're on. All right. I uh, just want to make it quick. Uh, number one, I've heard there's a 
a medicine medicineless hospital in China, and they use and they get like three people, and they surround you, and they all uh, create like a word, so it'd be like a sound, and and they all agree on that word, and they say it to you, and then over time they have the uh, ultrasound machine on say a tumor, and eventually it will disappear. The other question is the TRT machine produces sound, I think it's at like 380-something miles an hour, and uh, that stimulates the stem cells to say, oh, we need to heal this spot, and that's where that, I think, saying comes in, laughter is the best medicine. Uh, so it's kind of like a three-part question on it's maybe the sound waves also, but obviously it's the mighty mighty. Um, and I just wanted to find out if Patch Adams was know about those laughter is the best medicine type of technique, but incorporating it with like uh, higher technology using sound waves. Go ahead, like Patch. Well, uh, you know, it's amazing to me, probably the most often referenced phrase that, I, that I'm supposed to say is laughter is the best medicine. I'm not sure I've ever said it. I think friendship is the best medicine. Okay. Great. And, I mean, I think laughter is great, and I'm not sure really how it seems to matter. I mean, I'd, I'd rather mention 50 things that are best medicines than one, but that is a phrase that I hear and see in print all the time. And and although I, if you cornered me and said, what's the best medicine, I'd say friendship. But if you didn't corner me, I'd start talking about lots of things being great for you. Okay, great. Hey, thank you, Dan and Milpitas. Our last caller today will be uh, Joe in Monterey. Joe, you're on the air. Hello, Joe. Hello, it's an okay. honor to talk to you, Patch Adams. Uh, you're an icon, and uh, I called because I've always wondered. I saw that movie, um, Patch Adams, with my girlfriend, and we were both absolutely blown away because it wound up being like a shocking tragedy. And my question is, did that really happen? With all due respect, and I'm sorry for your loss if it did, but that's what I was wondering. Is that movie, uh, up the tragic part of it, actually true? Well, what is true is my closest male friend in medical school was murdered by one of our patients. All right, yeah. Not because girlfriend. Yeah, I'm sorry for your loss, because uh, my, my girlfriend and I were just blown away, because actually back then we didn't even know that there was a real Patch Adams, and I'm glad there is. So I just wanted to let you know that, uh, that uh, I'm glad you're here. I'm... I'm against any physical violence of any kind from any person to any other person. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my friends know that if I was with a group of people and they were attacked, that I would not fight back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just wondering about that because my girlfriend and I did see the movie and uh, we just wondered how, how much was fiction and how much was actual. Well, I when I told them the story of my closest male friend and I thought there would be more, t I thought they thought more tears would happen if it was my girlfriend. Yeah, I'm kind of sad too that, you know, 
that, 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 that people have that bias because <laughs> you did have a loss, and that's what matters. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you, Joe in Monterey. And uh, let's see, I do have an email from uh, Jim Lore. Uh, can you please ask Patch if meditation is part of the healing uh, reg of his healing regimen? Thanks, Jim. What do you think, uh, Patch? Well, certainly, when the hospital is reopened, there will be times of day when meditation can be a collective experience of people. I, I've I've probably tried most everything, and. As I spent time in meditation, I felt I was discovering that how I'm living is a meditation. Okay. And that meditation that is quiet and maybe in a lotus position and with others out in a beautiful, natural environment is great. And... In a way, it may be a first introduction to calm, C-A-L-M, for a patient that one has. And I like to think that being uh, getting involved in meditation, you start finding out how you can bring it to all of your life. Cool. I, I've been saying that's something I need to get into. Uh, the uh, recent passing of my uh, uh, very good friend, Roy Masters, who was a master at meditation, uh, uh, should probably finally push me over the edge to uh, make that uh, uh, an important part of my life. In any case, uh, Patch Adams and uh, Doc Wallach, thank you so much for staying over with us. I know you're both busy. And uh, all the best. And, and again, there is going to be a Zoom call with both Doc Wallach and uh, Patch Adams this coming Wednesday at 3.30 p.m. It's going to be an hour long, 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. And if you're interested in possibly joining that uh, Zoom call, uh, please email mz at ksco.com or check our website, ksco.com, and it should be posted. The information to join the uh, uh, meeting should be posted uh, later today. Um, so in any case, thank you to both of you. Thanks, Doc Wallach. Thanks, Patch Adams, and uh, we appreciate it. Can you be sure to notify my assistant, Derek, Derek at patchadams.org, about that? A, a reminder about the uh, the Zoom meeting, you mean? Yes. Sure, sure. Yeah, Doc, because we can do that, right? Shows oh, absolutely. I yeah, we'll we'll do that, uh, um, Patch. And uh, just just remember, uh, our goal is to raise an army to join the the unit uh, out of the Gesundheit Institute. We're going to raise an army, and this army will raise the funds and the materials necessary to build this hospital. This is going to be a teaching institute as well as a healing institute. And um, Patch Adam is an angel of God, and it's an honor to be in his presence. Wow. Yeah, my, my sentiments, exactly. So uh, thanks to uh, Patch Adams and Doc Wallach. Uh, all the best uh, to uh, both of you. I, I, I want to make sure I so appreciate what you're saying However, I want to make sure that you hear that I am also naughty. That's always good to know. 
Because we appreciate that too, don't we, Doc? Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing works in clowning like fart jokes. Really? Tell one before you leave. Do you have one for us? Okay, good. Yeah, now that reminds me, I, one of my favorite, uh, whenever anybody says, do you want some tea? I always say, yes, particularly if you, if you will serve me the most aromatic tea. And they say, what's that? And I say, it's F-A-R-T. Well, after all, five, four of the letters are art. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'll tell you, well, never mind. I mean, this is, uh, it's, we're, we're getting into the weeds now. But thank you, Patch. Thank you, Doc. And all the best to both of you. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. And, and, Doc, anytime you want to talk and plot building, give me a call. Okay, I have your number. We'll do it. Okay. Take care, Thanks. both both you guys. Have a good one. There goes Doc Wallach, and there goes Patch Adams, the Patch Adams, and the Doc Wallach. It's not uh, – neither one of them was an, uh, was, uh, an imposter. They, they were absolutely real. What do we do for the rest of the Saturday special now that we've lost Doc Wallach and, and Patch Adams? What do we do, Josh? Josh, what do we do? You threw open, me into the corner like that. Op, How could open, you? Op, open, open mic, I think, is what we have to do. 479-1080. We haven't had an open mic on KSCO for an awful long time, and it's high time we had one, right? And you can, you can call. It's like open line Fridays from Rush Limbaugh, right? where the callers drive the issues of the program, okay? 479-1080 in Area 831 or mz at ksco.com. Uh, Alex Darnell says, hey, MZ, why do farts smell for the hard of hearing? You know? Right? That's nice, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, where are all the callers? I, I know. They're scared. I they're scared to do you think because we, meet your brilliance. Because we said fart, we told, told fart jokes? No, it's because we had your guest fart around earlier. So, yeah, that's what did it. That loud, obscene, vulgar noise. You know that's what got me kicked, off the, kicked out of KSCO the very first time? It is. You know that, right? It is. That's why I couldn't find it to be a more fitting note than what he had just done. Oh, that that's great. Yeah. Um and and you know, do you know Josh Stevens? This was long before your time here. I did a Saturday special about all about farts. And are farts funny? And of course, I think they're hilarious. I think they're some of the funniest things in the world. So was it like the Saturday Fabulous Flatulence special? It was just a Saturday fart special. We did one on, on uh, Bad Breath, too. Oh, my God. I'm tempted to find... I'll, I'll bet if I, if I do a, a web search, a, a net search for, you know, KSCO fart special or KSCO uh, Bad Breath special. <laughs> uh, wow, I should do that. Anyhow... Uh, the lines are starting to fill up. Uh, four seven nine ten eighty. Thank God, I'd have to hate to do a have to do a tap dance for for another uh, thirty eight minutes. But uh, so um, yeah, so people uh, if they want to call if they have a request, if they have a uh, if they want to take the, uh, the 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 topic of the program in their own direction, you know, subject to our veto power, right? 
subject. Absolutely. Yeah. Then they're welcome to do so. Four seven nine ten eighty. Let's take the next caller, which would be none other than Robert in Santa Cruz. Hey, Robert. Welcome to the KSCO Hi. Saturday special. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, okay, I, I'm a fairly strong person. I'm not a butt kisser. So I want to. I wanted to tell you this. You have the utmost respect from from me. You are the best thing I've ever heard on the radio. Your commentary this past week has been amazing. I don't know where you got it, but uh, I want more of it. I got it out of my I head. To... I just, I just wrote. I just sat. I was thinking for days. You know, I need to do a "What were you thinking?" type thing directed at our president. And I finally sat down and did it. God, it was just uh, uh, brilliant. Absolutely, the best I've ever heard on you on the radio. Robert, now, would you like stay said, on I'm... for the rest of the? Would you be the co-host? Because I love compliments. Then yes, that's sir. The ultimate this is compliment. what I'm doing. This okay. is what I'm trying to do today. Is I don't usually call and kiss butt on anybody. I'm a strong person, like I told you. I've been going through a lot in my life, especially with this COVID and uh, all the, the clandestine policies of the Biden administration. It was absolutely brilliant. Now I do have a suggest for you if you want to. Keep my uh, compliments coming. A absolutely, uh, do, do, I'm, I'm all ears as do, as as, as do a it? piece. Do a piece on our governor Newsom. Do a piece on our Jimmy Panetta, who uh, is bolstering all the illegal aliens, and his murder rate in Salinas is outrageous. What you and mean, he's, murder? He's a, he's what do you, what do you mean? Oh, the murder rate of. You know, illegal aliens killing people? Is that what you're talking about in Salinas? Well, well generally speaking, they're, they're, they're not uh, rich people from Carmel that are getting murdered. They're usually uh, poor people from Salinas. Just wanted to point that out. Uh, the planning commissioner here or any other unelected government official, if we don't vote those people in, in which there's a lot of people we don't, like the planning commissioner, is appointed. They do not represent we the people, not one bit. They all have their own agenda, and you, you, I think you agree with me that the presidential election was stolen, and I see that. I watched, I watched the returns on November 3rd, and uh, I am Trump not afraid to say that I strongly believe it would be absolutely you, impossible to make me absolutely disbelieve that the last presidential election was not stolen and i don't i don't no, give, been... i don't give a bleep if i get canceled on facetime or fa fa facebook absolutely um, you know absolutely. i don't care Stay i don't care strong. they can't do anything to me now, you know so now what what we what i've found in the past uh, year here is that not even a whole year but that all the elections are stolen we don't have a three-carbon copy paper ballot now, where we wait can a go second. down to the county. Now, wait a second, Robert, in Santa Cruz. All elections are mm. stolen, even Trump's election in 2016. Do you think that was stolen? No, they couldn't keep up with the uh, demand for a new leadership. Oh. They okay. couldn't, they couldn't they, whitewash they had, they that. Had, because... They had four years to prepare to steal the, the 2020. Yes. Right? Okay. And, and even right, more because sense. they were playing. Yes, they were making plans on it ahead of time even in case Hillary did lose. 
So as soon as Hillary lost, the, their plans went into effect. Yeah. Now you got to listen to uh, what has what has happened before. Like I said, these people are uh, appointed, uh, like Jimmy Panetta. They they didn't really win their elections. They just don't have a record keeping, so we can go down and check and see and check on what we voted for. Uh, yet you might want to uh, notice that. Oh, a COVID vaccination is better than a pre-carbon copy paper ballot. Jeez, I never stopped to think about that. But um... uh, I, I, I implore you to stay on and not retire right away. And then I wonder no, no, listen, about. Here, here, gonna... here, I, I have to. I have to set. I have to set the record straight on that. I've been getting a lot of emails saying, "What, what is this about outgoing uh, KSEO owner?" Yes, I am outgoing. Yeah. I am going to retire. I, am, I, I hope I don't have to retire from doing the Saturday special, okay? Because I, I really... Oh, absolutely en- not. I really enjoy doing this. But I am going to retire from being responsible for keeping KSCO well, going. Well, okay? I am going... Well, and and that's you- going to happen very, very soon. Okay? Okay, so well... Someone uh, else is going, want- is going to have to be willing to, um, you know, step in and uh, take the baton from me. And I'm going to, um, I don't know, we have, we have somebody uh, who you've uh, heard on this program a couple times already who fits that oh, description. Great. And uh, I, think people, oh, I, think, I think people are going to be very pleased uh, with who, um, who takes my place here, okay? Well, if you, if you keep on doing these commentaries... And like I said, you could do no, one all, about all Newsom I want to do. And- all I want to do is is I want to continue my association with KSEO. I want to do my Saturday special, and I want to do an occasional wonderful. commentary when I want to spout off about something. And I'll be happy. And I'll be happy the rest of my life. But I do oh, I, not. I, I'll want- call in every Saturday and compliment you if you if you follow through with these commentaries. Yeah. Good. Okay. Thank you. That's very, very Oh, absolutely. Nice. You have my utmost respect. Now, I want to add one other thing here is that uh, our, our political system is engineered by two parties, and that way you don't really have a choice. We don't have a choice in the two-party system. We already know what both of them are about, and I'm going to tell you here again that it's the secret society called the Mason's Lodge or the Freemasons which are running the show. They're telling Biden what to say all the way down the line. Well, I, even I, to figured, the local I figured someone was keep telling Biden what to say. I thought it was the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, not the Freemasons, but who knows? Maybe no, it's a combination. It huh? Okay. That, they, yes, they, they work together. The one is sold out to the other. The, the Democrats have sold this country out as fast as they can. Just before they die, they can have a bunch of money and power and, uh, you know, uh, brainwash the people. Just as Amy says on the Thursday show. Surely there is somebody who is listening today. I know of two people whom, I'm, whom I believe regularly listen to the Saturday special. At least two people who would disagree with you yeah. and me. Okay? Oh, they're, they're desperate. This is how desperate these people are. Look at Nancy Pelosi. She did. She refused to impeach George Bush Jr. when he was carrying on war crimes in the Middle East. No one would talk about that at all. 
But this is the get back from the Crusades many, many years ago. Wow. And it's called the Mason's Lodge or the Freemasons. I know quite Dave a bit. Dave Allen. You remember Dave Allen, their popular local host from yeah. years ago? Yeah. That, Dave used to yeah. talk about that a lot, about how the Freemasons are running things. So, um, <clears throat> well, he, he was correct. All righty. Robert, thank you for the kind words. You know, uh, you, you've become oh, you my, Not definitely my favorite caller today. Definitely. I, I'm so proud that of all you the listened to what I had to say. All right. Thank you. I'm Take so care. Proud. Have a good one. Here's Dick in Santa Cruz. Is this the is this the Dick who calls China Uberalis with such who's such a great caller or a different one? Now wait a minute. Now now whoever this Dick is. It's Mary. It, it actually went to Mary. Oh, it went to Mary. Oh, Mary. I'm. Thank you. I'm sorry, Josh. Mary, would you do me a favor and turn down your radio so we don't hear the echo? Thank you. Now, Mary. Yes? You're on the air, and we are so pleased. Do you know I've been gone a month? Where did you go? I, I went to Scottsdale and really lived it up. What'd you do? I went to visit my son and family and just stayed. Well... That's a good thing to do with your son and his family. Yes. Yeah. And, and I've missed you people. Well, you could have been listening on the app. If you don't have a, a, a smartphone, I'm, I'm sure your son does. And oh, I don't know if he does or not. I'm sure he does. Okay, yeah. He's because a businessman. No matter where you go, you do not have to miss the Saturday special. By just going to our website, ksco.com, and clicking on the uh, Listen Live button. Or better yet, uh, downloading and having the, our KSCO app. It's free, you know? Uh -huh. and, and you can do that. That's wonderful. So uh, how's everything in Scottsdale? Uh, oh, it... beautiful, beautiful. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Uh, and, uh, anyway, I must say, I did hear your commentary. Uh, speaking to the president, good for you. You know, I'm so disappointed. I thought I did a pretty good job there, and a lot of people patted me on the back. But I, I expected that I would have heard from the president by now, but so far I haven't. And that was very disappointing. It is. Yeah. So, oh, well. All uh, righty. Well. Just want to know, I missed you all. But I'm glad I'm home. Yes, we are too. I All know. right. Okay, thank you, Mary in Aromas. Here's Dick in Santa Cruz, who really hey. is next. And by the way, Dick, you're the last caller. I don't know what we're going to do when, when, when you leave. <laughs> 47910. Oh, my God, I hope other people will call and, and <laughs> come up with requests or ideas or whatever but anyhow are you are the the famous dick in santa cruz who calls china uber all this right yeah this is a china dick not to be confused with china joe or china mike remember we had china mike who used to uh, uh be a guest live from china years ago i don't know what happened to him i've reached out i've tried i've sent emails uh, and i've sent I've sent. Uh, I've had his uh, cell number that used to you, it was a local cell number, and it would ring in China, but I, I haven't been able. I remember he has, that he hasn't answered yeah. anything. I'm starting to worry that my friend uh, China Mike has expired. <laughs> Might have hey, expired. Um, uh, seriously, Mike, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry to hear you're retiring, and 
also uh, that announcement you made, we, we'd all certainly like to know who you're hinting at. Um, the reason I called was, well, two reasons. Uh, one was to talk about the station's future um, and just put my two cents in. I, I think, seriously, um, there's no other independent thinking station uh, in the country that I know of. Um, that's why people listen to you on the Internet everywhere. And I th really do think um, you should, before you leave, or one of your main concerns should be to not sell it to some big, giant, lefty network, and then you'll this station will disappear, its whole legacy. I hope, I hope you consider that. And I had a suggestion for it, too. If you find yourself, like, in a corner or a little stuck, um, maybe you could put a kind of an independent commission together of independent investors I bet uh, for sure a lot of people would uh, would pony up, including myself, um, to try to keep the station independent and going the way it has been all these years with you. So well, I just want to say that. That's, that's gratifying. Um, you know, the, the amount of money that would be required, for, even if I, got, if I gave the station away, the amount of money it takes to run this place is astronomical. That's why there is no such thing as a station anywhere in the world like KSCO. Yeah, That's why. Yeah. It doesn't no, pay. It doesn't pay. It needs a philanthropist, which I guess, in a way, I've been. It's sort of, I guess, I don't... I guess I'm patting myself well, on the Dave, back here. The but Dave Cave helps, doesn't it? Absolutely. The Without the Dave Cave, we're nowhere, you know? Yeah, yeah. I remember that when yeah. that came around. And and uh, and, yeah. and uh, Doc Wallach, whom we had on last hour. I mean, if if right. I hadn't if if I hadn't met Doc Wallach when I did, uh, this right. station would have been sold or closed in the mid-'90s, Okay. I became so fascinated by what he does and what his message is. And I said, if his products are even 1% as good as he makes them sound, I mean, he's a great sales guy, you got to admit, hey, then, then, we ha then we have a winner. <laughs> we have a winner here. And I, will, I would love to um, help him spread his message and in the process keep us going. And that's exactly what's happened for the last 25-plus years. Exactly. Yep. Now, interestingly, I'm going to share something with you. This is, um, this is sort of washing station dirty laundry, and some of our staff doesn't like oh me to do that. Good. Okay? Um, when Rush passed, when Rush passed, and we were all sad about that, because Rush has been our anchor tenant for most of the last 30 years, right? Right. It was a three, three-and-a-half-year period when... Rush was not with KSCO, but it wasn't because we didn't want him. It's because uh, a station in the market that was owned by the same company that owns Rush's show said, wait a minute, why, why, do, why should that independent in Santa Cruz have Rush when we <laughs> own Rush? And so, they should, and so the, the brass at, at Clear Channel, then it was called, now it's called iHeart, same right. company, said, well, that makes sense. So they, took, they, they gave notice to us, and they took Rush away. And, and, and it failed on the other station. They're just, they were very, not a very po a powerful station, and they didn't really do huh. much. I guess they did a little bit of local. Um, um, but uh, the talk radio format just did not uh, work on that station. After three and a half years, uh, we had an opportunity to get Rush back, and we did. 
But, and we've kept Rush ever since, you know, until his passing, until a couple of months after his passing, actually. Right. But the interesting thing is that when we learn, and we're very, very saddened to learn that Rush had passed from uh, lung cancer, yeah. um, one of our um, main people on the staff here, on the, on the management team, said, well, it's very, very sad about Rush, but finally KSCO is going to be able to sell some advertising. Now, <laughs> and, and that's a true statement. Since Rush has passed, did that happen? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we're we're well. Listen, I mean, listen to the station. You're here. I I I I know that we're selling more advertising than we've than we've sold before, and that's because it's possible to do that. When mm -hmm. Rush went, cancel culture is a term that you're hearing a lot these days, but cancel culture is nothing new to KSCO in Santa Cruz. We've been dealing with it ever since I bought the station in 1991. Oh, yeah. Anybody, and, I, and I, I made sure that we had Rush because when I was, during the escrow period, when I was making sure I was checking out the books and everything and the money and, and seeing that the Rush Limbaugh show had been put on 90-day notice that they were going to oh, drop yeah. the show. And I said, hey... You know, you better, I said to the previous owners, you better undo that, you better rescind that letter and hope they haven't given the show to somebody else in the market because there, <laughs> there was no money booked on this station. It was, there was no advertising. It had a great signal, you know, that could be oh, heard right. over a vast area, but yeah. no, and it was a wonderful uh, heritage radio station, but it had no billing at all. And I knew, I could feel in my gut that Rush Limbaugh was going to be very, very big. And I was right on. What I didn't count on is that because our city of license is Santa Cruz, California, the most liberal town in America. A place yep. that I think Berkeley, makes Berkeley look right wing. You know, Santa Cruz yeah. does. And San yeah. Francisco is very is very Sadly lefty thing. also, but Santa Cruz makes San Francisco look left, look right wing, I think, also. Okay? So all these years we had Rush, which brought in more than 100%, if that's possible, of our audience. And then we did the best that we can to do live and local programming the rest of the, sh the, rest of the broadcast day. Right. And we developed this wonderful radio station. But anytime anybody would advertise on Rush Limbaugh, Within a minute, the owner of that company, of that new advertiser, would get a call saying, I'm going to boycott you. How dare you advertise on that, on, on KSCO with that horrible Rush Limbaugh, that Nazi, that, 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 that chauvinistic, you know, horrible creature. Um, and that you people, never listened to. <laughs> yeah. People, people don't advertise their business to hurt it. They advertise yeah. their business to grow it. And when people get those kinds of calls within minutes of their first ad showing up in the Rush Limbaugh show on KSCO, what, what, are you, what would you do? Even if you love Rush and think it's very important, you can't afford to have your business canceled. Canceled. Okay? Canceled. Yeah. So now, right when I'm leaving, okay, the, the place is going to become, I think, phenomenally successful by selling advertising, because we are a special radio station. But you know what? Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I do not, I will not accept continued responsibility for this place. I want to continue to be associated with it. 
I love doing the Saturday special. Um, so I love so, doing occasional commentaries. But some somebody else or some other group is going yeah. to have to step up to the plate and keep the keep the family together, as it were. And I, I think there's a very, very good chance of that happening here. So well, that's good news. That's good news. Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that you had a chance to talk openly to everyone today about that because a lot of people are wondering uh, a lot of it's a not a promise that... we don't know nothing is done until until it's signed and after it's signed you know we don't know if it's going to work out and you just nothing is for sure in this world but i think i think the one thing that is for sure that is that if if i um sell the radio station and sell it to the wrong to to just about anybody than someone in the family so to speak that this station will disappear and and it'll be the end of something really special okay it would be yeah it would be mike yeah so your uh, your, your legacy too i'm yeah. telling you yeah and the well that's great um it's great that you you think that way and you strongly about that because people are uh, very hoping, but I'm dead praying. serious about getting out. I mean, yesterday I, I want I want out of here in in a week. That's how fast I want it to happen. Really, but but don't forget the Saturday specials, right? Uh, no, I still want to do the Saturday special if the, if the new owner will have me. You know. Yeah. So that well, great. I mean, your last com uh, your last editorial. I just hope you stay uh, focused in that area because you made so much sense. Uh, in that editorial, and, and I agree with your previous caller, that was probably one of your strongest ever. And I was surprised you said that was just off the cuff. You didn't, I mean. No, I wrote it. I wrote, I, it took me like yeah. uh, 15 minutes to write it. And wow. I was thinking about it for a few days before. And that's how yeah. I, you, you know, my mom used to uh, write and, and record at least one commentary a week, sometimes oh, yeah. more. And oh, yeah. I haven't been that prolific. I, 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 something's really got to bug me, you know, before I'll <laughs> discipline myself to sit down and write a commentary. Well, you uh, know what's ironic about what you said, though, I think, and I think a lot of people realize it, because you kept on questioning, what are you doing? Are you crazy, Joe Biden? You know, open borders, this and that. You're wrecking the country. And what's ironic, I think, is a lot of people go, Mike, that's what they want to do. <laughs> that's what they're doing to this country on purpose. So I'm, I'm glad you got it out off your chest. Well, yeah, but what you just said, I'm sure is true, unfortunately. Yeah. And what is getting that off my chest going to do? I mean, it's, I like the compliments. Thank you. <laughs> but <laughs> I'd rather well, have, a, I'd rather have my free country. I really would. That's for sure. Well, that's, it takes people like you, right? And others to stand up and say things like that. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, thank, comes, thank you so much, yeah. Uh, Dick. Yeah, yeah. Just, Josh, Josh, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Doc Wallach is on. Does he is he going to go on again, or does he just want to listen to the show? I think he just wants to. He does want to add something. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then we'll. Hi, uh, hi, uh, sir. Here, Doc Wallach. You're you're here on the air again. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I only know. We, I know we only have a few moments, so I'm going to get right to it. Um, we missed a little bit of an opportunity when we were on with uh, Patch Adams. <coughs> um, now, are you sitting down, Michael? Yeah, I'm sitting down. Okay. I'm the guy that got rid of 
cystic fibrosis. I'm the guy who got rid of muscular dystrophy. I got Jerry Lewis fired because I gave him the cure. He took it to the Muscular Dystrophy Association. They fired him, okay? And then I got rid of the sediment death syndrome. You don't hear about those three diseases anymore because I got rid of them through a court action in federal court um, uh, in, uh, April 16, 2013, the federal court ruled that they had to put this one nutrient into Infamil, Similac, and all the baby formulas. Yep. And a year and a half later, all the newspapers are coming out and say, we don't know why, but sediment death syndrome has vanished <laughs> from our state. We don't know why. Hell, hell will freeze over before they give you credit, Doc. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very sad well, about that, um, but it's a true statement. Well, it's a true statement. How many people get rid of three genetic diseases with putting a supplement in baby formula? Okay. And so, um, and I wanted Patch to hear that, and I got a little bit of the, of the cystic fibrosis information out there, but we didn't, you know, we should ask him, uh, what did he think about Jerry Lewis? Jerry Lewis raised $2 billion for the Muscular Dystrophy Association, and they fired him when he brought them the cure. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean. So that... I had to deal with it through the legal means, Okay. And sometimes uh, the power of the pen is better than the power of the bullet. You understand yes. what I'm saying? Yes, yes. And so I, had, I didn't have a lot of money, so I had to go the way I could go uh, was uh, through the courts. And uh, it was fortunate that um, the, uh, Dr. Milan and I had just come back from China where we'd done those 1,700 autopsies and those kids that died of the Kishan disease. And 35% had cystic fibrosis, 100% had muscular 100 of them would have been diagnosed with uh, sudden death syndrome here in the States. And so he took that one nutrient that causes that sudden heart death in those 1,700 kids in uh, Heilongjiang, China, Kishan University. And we put it through this legal thing, the judge rule. He couldn't, the, she, pardon me, she couldn't fight 1,700 autopsies. So she had a rule in our favor. And a year and a half later, those three diseases disappear. God. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> wow. Okay, so this is what I want for Patch Adams. We want to do the same sort of thing. We want to use our brains here instead of just, okay. Um, I was very disappointed when the, when the most iconic thing he got out of him was a fart. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, what can I say? So okay. I, I didn't program that. Maybe <laughs> I said, what, are, what did I ask? Is there anything else you want to say? And he no, said, he I said, have basically, I have a sense of humor, you know? No, he said, you said, is there anything more powerful, you know, than hugs? And he said, well, I ask people, you know, sometimes for a fart. And he, you said, what? And he gave you the fart. I mean, you know, that's all kind of cute, but it doesn't prevent and cure diseases. Yeah, you're right. Doesn't raise seventy million dollars to build the hospital. Yep, yep. But yeah. getting rid of three diseases thought to be genetic should raise the money to build that hospital. Yes, we can get rid of five thousand diseases. Very good point, Doc. Very good point. Yeah. Okay. Thank you much. Should I put you on hold, or are you done? I mean, you're done anyhow, I think. But no, do you, no, put me on hold. So I'm going to the rest of the... Okay, I will do that. There you go. Uh, let's see. Our next caller, I think, will be Shirley. No. Uh, Rory. Rory and then Shirley. Go ahead, Rory. You're on the air. We, only, we have a very few yeah, minutes. I want to okay. get to everybody if possible. 
MZ, first of all, I, the good Lord sent Doc Wallach your way. I, I believe that. Oh, yes. Um, he's helped a lot of people, my family included. Um, what's the asking price? Can you tell us what you're asking for the station? No, there is no price. I, I, it it's, it's has to Are you be, negotiating with an entity right yes, now? Or you, I, 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 yes. Is it wide open? Yes, yes. There is no well, asking. Give me a ra- what's the range? No range. No. Hit me with an offer. But... But I think okay. we're. I think we're. So uh, write this down, MZ. Yeah. Write this down. I'll get off the phone. John Fredericks. Okay. Write that name down. He has a radio network on the East Coast. He's independent. He just bought WMLB in Atlanta. Uh huh. It was up for sale. Yeah. Okay. He's okay. running it. Okay. And I don't know what he thinks about local programming, but he's a good man. He's the one that's got Bannon on the air. Okay. Exposing the lies of the left. So Great. Call John Fredericks. Get a hold of him. I'm not calling anybody. I'm not calling anybody, Rory. It's, I'm not calling anybody. People can call me if they're interested. Oh, it's okay. as simple as that. Or, okay, or, or, well, or MZ I'll, I'll at KSCO.com. But, but really, I, 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 it's, it's, it's not a money thing for me. What it is for me is, is a legacy thing. And if I could be convinced that somebody who's, who's after me, uh, who comes after me, and I could pass the baton to, is going to continue this place in the, in the tradition that it's been and continue this legacy, then money is much less important. Sure, I want to get okay. as much money as I can, okay. but, uh, but it's, that's not important to me. I understand. It really isn't. Okay, thank you. I- Here is um, Shirley in Santa Cruz. You're on. Yes, thank you. Thank you for your editorial this last week. It was off the wall. It's like your mom's used to be now and then. Wait a minute. Off the wall is sort of a negative connotation, isn't it? Oh, no, 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 no. It was different than you usually. It was very political, very much needed. It spoke to our feelings and our beliefs. It's like, yes, somebody's finally saying how... But it's so disappointing to me because I thought I would have heard from President Biden long before now, and I still have yet to hear from him. (laughs) Don't hold your breath for that. He can't even... All right. Yeah. I just wanted to compliment you because... And and I was so wondering why, you know, you weren't going to have the shot, and then you got the shot, but then I heard you were selling the station, and I went, you guys are going to go traveling part of the time, and you want to be, you know, you've done this for 30 years. You've paid your it's dues. It's enough already. Yeah, enough job. already. Yeah. But, I, but I still want to do the Saturday special. And technology is such that even if I'm, okay. you know, 12,000 yeah. miles away, I should be able to do that. Anyhow. Absolutely. Thank you, Wallace Shirley. Great. Thank uh-huh. you to Doc for all he does. He's, hear, he's hearing you because he's on hold. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Here is uh, Judy and Hollister. Hi, Judy. Welcome to the Saturday special. Hi. Well, thank you very much for taking the call. And I just want to say I never call into radio shows, but maybe this is my first uh, in a run. But I wanted to say I, in Hollister, um, I'm a landscape designer. And in Hollister, there was a customer I was working with, really nice guy who told me about your radio station. So I started to listen. And I don't get you all the time, but last week I got half of your letter to President Biden, and it was so awesome and so spot on. I wanted to get a copy because I want to write a letter just it, like it's, that. Uh, it's, it posted, so uh, it's posted at KSCO.com, our website. So, I mean, I, I think it is. God, I'll verify that. But send me, uh, uh, if it's not, if you can't find it and download it at, from KSCO.com, send me an email, mz at KSCO.com, and I'll reply and attach it, and you can have your own copy. 
Okay. Yeah, you know what? I did that. I I, sent, I couldn't see it on the website, so I sent an email, but I didn't get a response. Oh yet. my God! This is yeah. terrible. Okay, uh, so someone's head has got to roll. I think it's mine. Okay. Well, thank you, Ju <laughs> thank you, Judy. I'll, I'll I'll take care. Of it. Send it send it again, and I'll send it to you. Okay. Here is uh, Doc Wallach returns. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Here, here. Uh, we we got to get all the others here who are calling here. Uh, okay, Jan and Zulv. Quickly, Jan. Hi. Hi. Hi, yes. I wanted to uh, let people know I heard about how heard Doc Wallach on George Inari's show talk about the Impossible Burger and how much estrogen is in that burger. Yeah. And I'd like to have him to warn people about that again. Uh, not dangerous. now. We want to we finish the uh, we want to finish the people who have called in. You know, we, we can. Yeah. Call Doc on his own show at eight, uh, uh, four seven nine uh, five nine one one, and and talk to him about that. But we got to we got to well, move ahead here. Okay? okay. Thank you for calling, uh, Katie in Scotts Valley. You're on. Oh, is that me? Yeah, that's you. I guess. Okay, yes, baby. Uh, uh, yes. Why don't you sell shares, but you keep over fifty percent? So you have total control. I don't want total control. I don't want any responsibility at all. I'm done with that. Well, I'm done. Then you can. Well, yeah, but you can. You can. You, you won't. won't be taken away from the way you do it. That's it. In other words, you have the control. If anybody. Let's, I, I appreciate it, and I've thought about that, and it's been suggested many times, and I'm not interested in in having any obligations that I don't need in my life anymore. I'm too old for that sort of thing. I am going to enjoy what's left of my life. And I have... Uh, I, I, okay? so I that's think what, you're, you're right, but you could I'm, stay in the I'm, I'm stressed most of the time owning KSCO. I'm just stressed, yeah. and I don't want to be stressed, because stress must be viewed as a disease-causing entity. So, anyhow, thank you for calling, uh, KD... Uh, let's see, who's next? Marsha in Los Gatos. Oh, wonderful. I must say the greatest thing in all the world is not the sun's warm light, is not the day's soft splendor, nor the witchery of night, but tis the joy of having an understanding friend. And that's who you are to us, MZ. So we love you. Do what you need to do, but we're behind you because Thank you, you are an understanding yeah. friend. Yeah, and I, I, again, I don't, I don't plan, I don't plan on separating from KSEO. I just, I plan on, on relinquishing my obligations and responsibilities and liabilities. That's all. I'll still do the Saturday special if whoever is in charge allows me to. You know. We love you. Still, still do commentaries. That'll be great. I enjoy it. Okay, we thank you so, so much, much uh, Marsha. Appreciate your kind <laughs> you words. Bet. Who is this? Josh Stevens. There's someone on line one, but it doesn't say who. You don't know who yeah, it is? Yeah, Peters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Real quick, because there's, there's less yeah. than a minute left. Quick. Yeah, it would have been great if uh, doc, Dr. Wallet could have explained how uh, uh, transvestite and lesbianism uh, with Bruce Jenner, how it's a nutritional deficiency. Call he his does, show. about that. Call his show or call George Nori when he's on. And we'll have him on for sure. You know, we love having Doc on. It's great. Okay, quick. Uh, who, has, who is this? You're on the air. Who is it? You put back on Doc Wallach just now. Oh, I did? Okay. <laughs> Will you pick me again? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. 
I, I don't know how to do this. Besides, it's the end of the show. So uh, whoever heard of, of, of someone is on hold, but you don't know who they are. Anyhow, it's been an interesting show. Thanks to uh, Patch Adams. Thanks to Doc Wallach. And uh, thanks to especially to all the people who complimented me because I don't know what I would do without your compliments. Compliments to me are much more important than food and oxygen. You know, I, I, it's just call it ego, call it whatever you're going to. But uh, that's the end of the show, gang, and uh, see you next week. <laughs> Yeah, that's all, folks. You're listening to KOCO, Santa Cruz, Salinas, Monterey, San Jose.